Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey, I wanted to think about something today. I woke up thinking about this, and um, maybe it's a simple thought, but I just felt I just felt like it was an important thought to reiterate, and Pastor was sharing a little bit about it in his in the um, message. I think it was last week from Romans chapter five, um, and um, I want us to think about today our starting point, our starting point. And if we start in the wrong place, we will end up in the wrong place, right? Simple, isn't it? But how often do we start in the wrong place? All the time, all the time. And uh, Pastor was referring to these uh, three things in Ephesians chapter 5 that... um, Christ found us when we were dead in sin, right? We were um, an enemy and walking in obedience, uh, walking in disobedience, excuse me. So think about that scenario for a minute. Like the starting point where God found us was there was nothing desirable about us, nothing. And when we became a believer and responded to that initiation of love, our starting point changed. So now we have a choice. We can either start with ourself or we can start in the Lord. And the, the consequence is dramatic, isn't it? It's dramatic. And we know throughout our day that uh, we constantly have to... Um, reassess maybe and recover to keep Christ at the starting point. Uh, Just like we've been taught the point of origin, right? The point of origin, what we could say a movie camera, right? It is projecting on the wall or on the screen what is coming from the actual unit, right? But even that point of origin is not the only point of origin. I mean, the, the movie or the the thing being projected is really from the heart of the individual that created it. So the point of origin, the point of reference, as we've been taught, builds up the frame of reference. So if our point of origin or point of reference is wrong, everything else will be wrong or unregenerated or, um, or just off, off. And I just think that it's so easy to wonder why things are happening the way they're happening. And we begin to self-analyze. And God is simply saying, you started in the wrong place. That's it. You started in the wrong place. Right? If you start with me, then the consequence and fruit is my power. You start with yourself, guess what? The consequence will be defeat, discouragement, disillusionment, fear, anxiety, stress, anger, right? So how do we start with him? It might seem like a very simple 
point, but I feel like this is a game changer in a lot of our lives, our starting point. Because when we start with the promise, we meet the promiser. Okay? We start with the promise. We actually see the power and faithfulness of the promiser. So when we start with the promiser, we have the platform. We have the platform of the work of God, the work of the faithfulness and um, consistency of God. Think about the platform of grace in your life. All right? Think about the platform of love in your life. Think about the platform of forgiveness. What, what's significant about a platform? What's, what's significant about a platform? It's level, okay. Yeah, Peter? It's a foundation, good. It has a, it has a foundation, right? Anything else? Yeah, sturdy. A platform, I mean, if you're going to, um, you know, if you're going to be doing a, a skit or a dance, right, the floor or the area must be clear, right? Must be, have room enough to actually move around and function. It's the same thing. When we start with grace, and I love the, the point that Pastor was bringing out Sunday, is that so many people doubt their salvation is because they start with themselves. And I thought that was a very key point. Of course, we have a lot to doubt if we start with ourselves. Of course, we have no strength if we start with ourselves. Of course, we have a lot of excuses if we start with ourselves, right? But if we start with Him, if we embrace Him, if we have the same conversation as Him, then what happens? We have the power and, and wisdom of God, we have that platform. We have that place where something else upholds us. And I don't know about you, it's very key today to start in the right place. I mean, how many of us have put in the GPS and we just click the button, right? But actually, there's, a, there's another destination. I've done that before, okay? Two similar destinations. One was Hanover, Pennsylvania, and the other one was Hanover, Maryland, okay? Oops driving up 83 going, this seems like a lot longer than what I remember, right? <laughs> Fortunately, we recovered quickly, but it's so important to start with him, right? Important to start with him. James 2.20 shows us this. James 2.20, a verse that's often quoted in a negative sense. But let's look at this for a minute. James 2.20 Starting with him, starting with him, the end game is always good, right? I'm not saying it's perfect because we're responding to perfect love, right? We're not trying to be perfect. We're not trying to um, do something that uh, we are receiving perfect love. Therefore, it is perfectly accepted of God. So in James 2.20, a verse that we may quote, and I love the book of James because really someone, someone said to me, James is one of the most legalistic books in the Bible. And I disagree, actually. I think it's one of the most finished work books of the Bible if you start in the right place, right? 
if we start with God, then of course there's going to be a ministry. If we start with God, of course there's going to be action. Because not all action is progression, right? Not everything we do, not all activity is spiritual, right? But if we start with Him, of course there's no lack of desire. If we start with Him, that fellowship, that exchange, of course there's no problem forgiving my enemy. If I start with me, I, I might want to destroy my enemy, right? But if I start with, with him, then guess what? My enemy will become an opportunity for ministry. And it will be motivated outside of ourselves. And that's the only way to live the Christian life. Uh, otherwise, um, we, um, we will um, be motivated by the wrong thing. James 2.20, again, notice what this says here. It says, but do you want... Uh, but you, but do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Okay. Now, every time I've heard this verse, the emphasis has always been works. But what comes before works? Faith. Okay. So of course, there's going to be work if the f we have the right kind of faith, right? Again, maybe this seems like a simplistic point, but I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of like something that redirects or recalibrates us to think that, of course, there's going to be action when there's the right kind of faith. So I want to start with the right kind of faith. The emphasis here is not my work. It's the byproduct of the right kind of faith. And it's not even my faith. It's me surrendering to the faith of who God is, who then generates or manufactures in the right sense in a spiritual way his ministry. Isn't that good? So when you look at Jonah, Jonah chapter 4, Jonah is depressed because of the amazing work uh, of salvation in the, in the city of Nineveh. And we understand the history there. There was some bad blood in his heart, right? Culturally. But what happened? What happened to Jonah? He started with himself. He started with his own conclusion and self-analyzation self, um, of what should have happened. And of course he's going to be upset. Of course he's going to be depressed. Of course he's going to be uh, critical. Why? Because he started in the wrong place. So this helps us. Lord, help us to start with you, right? Help us to really begin. The point of origin is my Bible. My, my quietness before you, not my ideas, not, not all the voices shouting around us, but that we would start 220 here, um, we see that the faith of God is active. So um, again, with that, if we start wrong, guess what happens? Everything is toxic. Everything. Just think about that for a minute. When we start wrong or we start outside of Christ, everything is toxic, right? Yes. So tox toxicity is interesting, right? There is something that we could say that has infected um, or somehow is, is, has um, a uh, made the, the blood or made the thing unpure, right? It's now toxic, and when we, when we start with ourselves, guess what? Everything we do, say, 
and are acting in is toxic. It's actually toxic. Might look good from the human side of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but guess what? It's toxic. It's something that didn't start with God. Therefore, it is the best display of man, right? Cain and Abel, right? Cain, good guy, right? Worked hard, incredible work ethic. God rejected his sacrifice. Why? Because it came from him. That's really the bottom line. Came from him. And so this is kind of a sobering thought, like, like the sum of our life will pass through the glory of God when we stand before him. The sum of our life will pass through the glory of God when we see him. And what was done unto him will be rewarded. What started with him and what will end with him, right? He's the Alpha and the Omega. What will start with him I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect ride. There'll be repentance. There'll be recovery. There'll be reassessment. There'll be a recalibration. But as long as it's, it's starting with him, we might start with God, like practically speaking, a thousand times a day, right? That's what repentance is all about. And it's a gift of grace, isn't it? You know, it's interesting when someone talks about themselves, you know what happens? like maybe they justify themselves or they try to prop themselves up. It's all toxic. It's all toxic. It's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know about that. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's start with Jesus and then we'll have a clear understanding of who we are in him. So many words. Haven't we been a recipient of that? So many words are spoken, like, but the starting point is wrong. <laughs> I do it in my own life. And it's like, okay, Lord, I, wanna, I want you to be the alpha. And then those things that we've committed unto him will be, in 2 Timothy 1.12, will be the omega, will be the completion of him. There's so many, there's so many things, isn't it true? So it's a beautiful thing as we consider this today to live in this beautiful platform of grace, this beautiful platform of grace. Does this make sense, what I'm saying today? So when you look at Romans 7, how many times did Paul say the word I? How many times? I, 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 I. I think it was over 30 times, right? 33 times. Okay. Third, over 30 times. What did he say? I, 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 right? Start in the wrong place. See, this is why there's so many, so much fear in our world. This is why there's so much doubt. This is why there's so much, um, you know, upper criticism of just you look and interpret the Bible. If we look and interpret the Bible based on my limited understanding, guess what? We will miss God. We will miss the mystery of God, totally. So when someone says, oh, you can lose your salvation based on, on whatever ridiculous reason they may give, what are they saying? They're saying that we, are, we have the keeping power of something that is, is supernatural. And that's, that's, that's impossible, right? None of us would make it. Not one person, 
right? But when it starts with him, it's perfect. When it starts with him, it's it's permanent. When it starts with him, it's 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 amazing. It's uh, and and we are quickened when it starts with him to not keep it, but to partake in it, right? It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a powerful thing. So Romans 8, 1 comes around, right? The eye becomes what? Okay, let's look at it. A verse we know, but it's, it's what happens when we start with him. And this is so good in, in relationships. Someone is toxic, we start with Christ, and we redirect as much as we can if the person's willing. If they're not willing, then we set up boundaries, right? Um, it's a beautiful thing to talk to ourselves from the starting point of grace, the starting point of mercy, the starting point of love, the starting point of truth. Start in the right place, right? Someone might say to you, why are you going to Bible college? Or why do you go to church three times a week? Or why, why is it that you um, are a believer? So there's no answer that will make sense to them in 2 Corinthians 2.14. No answer will make sense to them unless the Spirit shows them. But if you start there in the Spirit, guess what? <laughs> but the ministry of the Spirit will also be there to persuade. Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation, right, to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So isn't this a great starting point? Right? It's just the same principle of, of like the, the uh, railroad tracks, right? They're parallel. They'll never connect. But, but if, if you start somewhere, and if you're off by just a smidgen, then your destination will be totally different. So when life happens, when things happen in our day, when there's um, maybe the mood or the emotions try to creep in, right? We can say, no, we're not going to start with our feelings. No, we're not going to start with our experience. Let me say this about our experience. You know, the experiences that we have are great, but they're not a starting point. They're not a starting point. They are a reference. There's something that helps us for sure. But what's our starting point? It, it's, it's the truth of the Bible, right? Someone might talk about their experience all day long. And that is valuable. But it's not a starting point. Does that make sense? We learn from our experience. But what if our experience is wrong or our experience ultimately is limited? This is why we need our Bible. This is why we need an open heart and open heaven every day. It's like, God, teach me again, 2 Corinthians 8, 2. I don't know it as I ought to. Why? Because when we're starting with him, starting in a humble place, starting in a place where it's like, okay, God, teach me again, then there's longevity in my faith. I'll, you and I will make it through this difficult time and the times ahead. And this is why we're seeing such a such a um, a contrast even in the spiritual realm. Because if I start anywhere outside of my Bible and my faith in who God is, I will end up in the wrong place. It's true, isn't it? True. How many think that's true? Is that true? <laughs> 
So our life is constantly, okay, Lord, give me the mind of Christ. Give me, re, readjust me. Because otherwise we are on the wrong road trying to do the right thing or we're trying to repair something that cannot be repaired. Right? How frustrating is that? Trying to repair something that cannot be repaired. Sometimes it's better to let it break and fall all the way down and let it be totally worthless. And God says, okay, I'm either going to resurrect something brand new or I'm going to bring in a healing if it starts with me. It's got to start with me. It's got to start with me. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Behold, I make all things new. Okay, so uh, maybe, that's a, uh, maybe that's our thought today. Just encourage us. So, and don't you love it uh, when, but God, who is rich in mercy, we're in his great love. He loved us, right? Ephesians 2, 4, right? But God, how many but gods do we have in our life today? <laughs> but by the grace of God, there goes I, but God. God's like, wait, okay, that's the starting point. Lord, I don't know about this, this, and this. Okay, yes, but start with me. You may not understand it, but get to know me and you will understand what you need to know. How on earth are we supposed to understand a mystery, by the way? That's why when people leave the faith and go in, let, let's see, I've heard this from Christians that were supposedly Christians. They said, oh, I've tried that, and now I'm a, uh, I don't know, they say uh, I'm a Hindu or I'm a Muslim, and I look at them and I'm thinking, how can, you, you must have started with a counterfeit because you would have never really understood the, the, the reality of God if you started with him. I mean, think about who he is for a minute. It's, it's really incredible. Forgiveness, same thing. How can I forgive somebody if I start with the injustice? Good luck. You'll never, it'll be very rare that we'll be able to get over ourselves. But if we start in who God is, in the justice of God, not the injustice, but the justice of who God is, then guess what? Our, our, our stuff won't even matter. I mean, that's, that's kind of a hard saying what I'm saying here. Because we love our stuff. We, we love to have the rights, uh, the wrongs righted, if we could say that in English. Does that make sense? But we have, uh, we have this thought that, okay, Lord, let this be a platform of, of, uh, of grace. I was thinking about the persecuted churches. Has anybody read those little cards yet? Aren't they incredible? I was reading that one from uh, Kenya. And I just thought to myself, how could this person, how could this person say and, and, and act in such a difficult place, right? The one from Korea, right? The North Korean one that found, the kid that found their parents' Bible and they were, they were kind of going through, should I report my own parents, you know? And it's, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a reality, right? But if we start with God, Instead of like going to a carnal or a or a um, natural conclusion, we're like, okay, God, how are you glorified? How is it that you are lifted up? How is it that your life can pass through my life? Uh, and, and that's the only way to live is starting with Him. And this is an exercise. I don't know about you. This is an exercise every moment of our day. You get a phone call. You get information. You get you have a conversation. Immediately, Lord, I got to start with you. I got to let it go through you. 
Because Pastor Mark Minicello said this really amazing statement. I've been thinking about it for days. The Bema seat will be the sum of our life that passes through the glory of God. That's a powerful word. The sum of our life passing through the glory of God. And what will remain will be that which was spirit-led, spirit-driven, or spirit-activated. So, anyway, let's not start with I. Amen? Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> oh, that's not, a good, that's not a good story, is it? Uh, I'm thinking of many things, but I, I want to be careful and just to say this, is that we know when we start with I. Because it's all about me, right? What about this? What about that? And this should have done the, 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 the regret and all the hope. But, and when it starts about Christ, guess what? What happens? We have a meek and quiet spirit in 1 Peter 3, 5, right? We have a, um, we have a faith that can move mountains, right? In Matthew chapter 18. Is it our faith? No, it's his faith. Uh, we are motivated by love. Why? Because it started with his love. There's no way I can love. There's no way I can even uh, do the work of God unless in 2 Thessalonians 2.13, it starts with him. So that's just an encouraging word for us today. Like, Lord, I want to start with you. I want my points of origin not to be ambition, not to be envy, not to be self-gain, not to be self-preservation. How about self-preservation as an origin? What happens then? Fear, right? Fear, false evidences appearing real. Fear, the emotion of self-consciousness will, like I love that song we sang in the church of the day, it, it takes our breath away, right? Anybody know the words to that? That's what fear does. It takes our breath away, right? It steals our very life. But when we start with him, it's very simple. It's Philippians 1.21, for me to live is Christ. That's pretty. For me to live is Christ. Is. Everything of who he is, that's our starting point. And you know what? Everything that comes from that is perfect. Everything that comes from that is supernatural. Everything that comes from that is eternal. And to die is gain. How on earth could we even comprehend 121 of Philippians unless we start with him how can we even comprehend our lives because the, the the thing is we think natural about the supernatural because we're trying to figure out something we were never made to comprehend in the first place we start with him and we say okay God it's your plan I'm submitted to your plan Therefore, I'm going to trust you in the plan I'm not going to like everything but I'm going to love you in the plan and what happens God gets you to where you need to be and you are an, uh, an agent of grace. You're an agent of, of change. Because why? Because you are now not living unto yourself, but you're living unto Jesus Christ. I love this. Point of origin. What's our point of origin today? God says you couldn't earn it, therefore it had to start with me. That's why you are an object of my love today. You're an, an eternal being that will never taste death. And whatever goes on outside today, you know what? It's a ministry opportunity, right? To know him and to make him known, right? So what's your platform today? What's your platform today? 
Is it is it sturdy? Is it clear? Is it supported? Right, an inch of an inch of concrete can handle a ton of weight, right? So just do the math. How deep is your platform, right? Right, how deep is your platform? And if, if it's in him, guess what? The gates of hell will never prevail. They'll certainly prevail us as natural people in an instant, right? But God, good luck. Not good luck, but that's not the one thing I want to say. There is no way the devil can, can overcome, amen? So uh, let's have a platform today that is rooted and grounded in love and in truth. And... Uh, and don't you love the patience of God, isn't it? <laughs> when you're thinking like, okay, and God's like, okay, just faith sees only God. Faith only knows God. Let's, let's go back into this recovery and know that I am with you. Know that I am for you. Know that my will will be done. Amen? And everything else. Let all the toxicities, let all the natural, uh, those things that are seen, let them just be shaken away in Hebrews 12, right, 27. Let it shake, because they, they, things will shake, right? And that which remains uh, will be on the right foundation. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.